throughout the Bible, throughout all the scriptures, we see that the Israelites' relationship with God has real highs and real lows. There's times when the relationship is really strong and times when it is quite distant. Leaving Egypt is a high, not trusting God on the journey, a low. Crossing the Jordan, the Battle of Jericho, another great high. The relationship is there, they trust in the Lord. And then they plunder the towns against God's word. And they begin to mix in the settlements there. Although. And so things continue. Sometimes going up a little bit. Down a little bit. But that's the story of God's people. We're not always listening to God and following his way. The Israelites settled in Canaan. And they began to intermarry with the locals. And when you marry, you take on different traditions from the other side of the family. Nowadays, it might be whether you wear your shoes in the lounge. It might be whether on Christmas Day you get to open your presents before or after church. Or before or after Christmas dinner. It might be how you go about travelling on your holidays. Whether you always go and see family or whether you actually use that holiday to get away from the family. And go somewhere new. Many different things. But certainly that bit about faith and how we relate with God is an issue. And just like back then, thousands of years ago, there was a difficulty between mixed marriage and where that put someone of faith. It still happens. Israelites and Canaanites together. Practices were adopted that left God behind. And it is these times when things go bad for God's people. Not that God was punishing them, but when they had a stronger relationship with God... They were stronger as people. They were able to weather the storms that faced them. They were able to work together. They were able to live faithfully in the way that they were called. When things got very bad, we see in the scriptures, the people usually do eventually bend the knee, confess, repent, Praise and petition the Lord. And at this time in the Old Testament, we see that the Lord raises up a judge to lead them. 
usually male, but not always. The people listen to the judge's word and return to God. And they're directed to live as God would want. With God's strength, God's wisdom, they overcome the challenges that they face in life. And that's true for us. As we face challenges in life, he gives us the strength, the hope that we need to continue. In today's passage, the Israelites had lost their faith. They'd lost their hope. They'd lost their direction. But some had started to pray for a judge to be raised up. And that's where we enter the story. Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press. Not because that's where one threshes wheat. Otherwise it'd be called a place to thresh wheat, wouldn't it? Not a wine press. But he was there because he was hiding from the Midianites. He's not strong. He didn't want to lose what little he had and what he would have lost in raids by the Midians earlier. The Midianites were nomad traders. They should have been defeated in the desert by Moses. You can find that story in Numbers 32. You might remember it was Midianites who Joseph was sold to by his brothers. I've just been talking about that down at Linfield Primary, doing an assembly down there this morning. The Midianites were a small rabble, not a serious bunch to threaten Israel. But yet, the Midianites had the upper hand. Because the Israelites had strayed and were not the people they were called to be. They were not God's people. They were the ones that had become disorganised, unfaithful and all mixed up. Gideon, when called, does not respond really to that cry that the angel of the Lord gives him. Mighty warrior. Mighty warriors don't really hide in a wine press. As the story continues beyond what we've read, Gideon will wait until dead of night before ransacking the altar of Baal. He could have done it in the daytime, being the mighty warrior, but he's not confident. And then later on, when they realised that it was Gideon that did this, and the rabble come to the door of the house, it's actually his dad that goes outside and sends them away. Gideon, the mighty warrior, whose dad goes out to the riot. A 
And if we were to continue further still in the story of Gideon, we'd come to a point that might be a story that we remember well, of him throwing down a fleece to test whether God's word is right. And then he throws it down another night. Because although God answered his prayer, maybe that wasn't quite what the evidence was. Maybe it just happened naturally. God calls people from all different backgrounds. He calls people we don't expect. The person that hides, whose dad goes out who doesn't really trust God whenever he's supposed to. God calls people who we might think are weak. And then he makes them strong. Our strength comes from the Lord. God knew that with Gideon leading, the Israelites would listen. They would be God's people again. Not just in name, but by faith. God knew that Gideon would be a mighty warrior. Not at the beginning of the story... But as the story continues, that is what is revealed. I wonder what God knows about us. I wonder what he sees. How we are faithful. How we listen and respond, even though we're a bit nervous about it. Does he know that we believe and trust in him? Because if we do believe and trust in him, there is a sure and certain hope for us.